Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking supplements and things like that. I stay away from medicine and drugs and, you know, all the stuff that the doctors and pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. I just don't like it. And I've all the supplements that I've been taking throughout the years, and they're, they were good. They're more on the high end, but nothing compares to the balance of nature, just not even close. Well, because I've been running up this hill for 50 years, when I take something different, I can tell the difference in how I feel running because it's the same path I've run for 50 years, a half a mile uphill, and I'm really pumping when I get to the top. And I can tell the difference if I've had the balance of nature's fruits and veggies or if I haven't. Start your journey. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping and don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code KATE. Have you purchased your coin yet? Please do so. Go to katedallyradio.com and get your collector's coin, the Kate Daly Show silver coin. It's going to put a few bucks back in your pocket because you're investing in, in silver. And I like that. And it's only going to go up from here. So make that investment into Truth and Radio. Know that you did something for truth. You did something for freedom of speech. You supported those that are trying to tell the truth. It's such an important message right now, you guys. I can't even tell you. I've been doing this a decade. And we took the show on our own about five years ago. But but in order to keep going, we're going to need your support. And this show has to be run by the people. It has to be. We don't we're not we're not owned by a corporation. And so we don't have that backup resource. Um, And this is why it's such a word of mouth show. And we don't do any advertising. Uh, but we've grown immensely this year, but we need your help. Please go and purchase a, co- a collector's coin for 99 bucks right now, where most of that goes to the show and puts a little money back in your pocket. Go to katedallyradio.com. Thanks so much for helping us. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. What a fantastic sale. Use the code word Kate. It helps the show. You can get up to 90% off right now. Take advantage of it. Stock up for Christmas. So many deals that Mike is doing, and it also helps expose election fraud. Thanks, you guys. Use the code word Kate. The Kate Daly Show, because all opinions matter, and George Soros will pay good money for them. The show starts now. Just don't understand. Maybe we do, son. Don't think you have a corner on all of virtue vision in the country or that everybody else is fat and selfish and you're the first generation to come along that's felt dissatisfied. They all have, you know, about different things and most of them didn't have the same opportunity and freedoms that you do. It's not perfect, but it's a great deal better than when we grew up. A hundred men standing in the street hoping for one job, selling apples on the street corner. That's one of the things we were dissatisfied about and you don't see that much anymore. I don't know. Maybe part of it's the fact that you're in a hurry. 
You've grown up on instant orange juice. Flip a dial, instant entertainment. Turn a key, push a pedal, instant transportation. Flash a card, instant money. Shove in a problem, push a few buttons, instant answers. But some problems you can't get quick answers to no matter how much you want them. Show me how to get rid of the unlimited capacity for human beings to make themselves believe that they're somehow right and justified in stealing from somebody. While you're at it, don't break things up in the name of progress or crack a placard stick over somebody's head to help him see the light. Be careful of his rights, because your property and your person and your rights aren't any better than his. And next time, you may be the one to get it. So hang in. Don't try to build a new country. Make the old one work. It has for over 400 years. And by the world's standards, that's hardly more than yesterday. show so glad to have you listening that was the joe friday youth speech and uh man i've been playing that for years anyway welcome back to the last hour on a monday i can't believe it's a monday i can't believe we're almost in the middle of september and we're almost this close to christmas it's just bizarre how fast this year went i have uncle milty i have we have the great dr duke pesta as well and the great uncle milty see how i say great on both you guys well, I'm a lucky it, girl. It's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Although, although some, some of us are more magnets than the other. <laughs> you guys are the best. What would I do without you? Um, and so, uh, welcome to the show. We have we've been talking a little bit about the Queen today. I, I know there. You know, I'm more ambivalent toward toward the. I don't want to. People are putting her on hero worship, but but Mother Teresa level, and then you've got your your other side of the equation, the extreme ex- equation on the other side that I don't agree with either. And so I'm more ambivalent toward the whole thing, but because I, I don't know why we still have uh, the, the, the illusion of a, of a monarchy in power still. But we're going to be talking about this a little bit with Dr. Pesta, and there's so many things on the docket today that we need to go over. And so where do you want to start, Dr. Pesta? Let, let's talk about the, the Queen's uh, death and the reaction to that. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, the, the monarchy obviously is, a, is an outdated institution mm-hmm. and and it would not pain me to see it go mm-hmm. i mean you you need look no further than prince harry and Meghan markle <laughs> right. to just want to vomit every time you think about it <laughs> right, uh, i mean right. talk about entitlement they come over here run away from their right. uh, obligations and then start immediately telling us why our constitution has to be changed i mean yes. I, i'm thinking the, the charles is a little bit closer to charles the uh, second than he was to anything else so but having said that at least this particular queen for this last 70 years mm-hmm. has been an ally of the United States. She was a stalwart figure during World War II. She helped re- rebuild London and England after the war. Uh, she was a major player along with Margaret Thatch- Thatcher in standing up against uh, the, in the Cold War against the Soviet Union. She was a tremendous ally after 9-11. Uh, it's too bad her, her children are such idiots, uh, including uh, global warming Charles, who's the new king. But I'd like to take a step back and talk about why, to me, it's very illustrative why the left is attacking her. And uh, notice what happens. This is what the left does, because this is what they're doing to your school kids in public school. Mm-hmm. This is the, the, the ethos of the 1619 cur- curriculum that's beginning to poison the teaching of history in this country at, at, at younger and younger grades. They're attacking her because of all the kings that came before her, mm-hmm. the, including those who were colonialists. Mm-hmm. And this is what the left's trick is, right? 
uh, every aspect of our culture has to be erased because somewhere down our history, somebody does, did something bad. But when we look at non-Western culture, so take India, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, one of the reasons we have to cancel Queen Elizabeth is because her distant ancestor, Queen Victoria, mm-hmm. actually colonized India. But let's also remember that before the British showed up in India, India was ruled by the 1%, right? Less than 1%. You had these Brahmins for a thousand years and everybody else was considered untouchables. Literally, Mm -hmm. the high-class Brahmins, you were not allowed to touch the dirty uh, billion, the the, the dirty masses of billions of Indians. And this was the same culture where women were forced to throw their, their, their bodies on, their living bodies on the funeral pyres of their husbands. Mm-hmm. So let's, by all means, let's talk about the evils of colonialism, but then also point out the other side, that before the British got there, it was a barbarity what they were mm-hmm. dealing with. I mean, the same thing happened with the Aztecs, who were murdering countless Indians and in their religious rights before Europeans got there. So, okay, fine. If we're going to cancel the Queen and cancel Western culture because and cancel Thomas Jefferson, fine. You, but then you have to cancel all of Indian culture and Native American culture and Ch- a- East Asian culture, right? You got to get rid of that. And, and this is what's so maddening. It's only applied to Western figures. Uh, you know, even to this day, Stalin and Chairman Mao don't get credit for the murders they committed. They killed more people than Hitler did. Mm-hmm. And yet their reputation is not what Hitler Hitler's rep- reputation is. I mm-hmm. mean, we're teaching communist Chinese Marxist ideology to our kids in schools. That guy, Mao killed more people mm-hmm. than Hitler did by a long shot. And so... This is, I, I think it's an illustrative moment. We can't talk about all those things I began my, my little screed here. We can't talk about her allyship. We can't talk about how she uh, also helped free nations that had long been part of British rule. We can't talk about any of the positives. We can only seek to cancel her because of what her ancestor did. And that's why I'm bothered by this. I mean, we, we if we look at what the left is up to and we don't stop them, there will be no American history left and there will be no Western culture left. There will only be these non-Western places where their track record, even into the 20th, 21st century, mm-hmm. is really in many ways much worse than ours has ever been. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting it happens during Constitution Week because we fought a revolution to separate ourselves from that nation. But we are talking about that in the same week we're talking about right. about the queen and um, and the monarchy. And I know that they 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 knew that their power was an, an illusion of sorts because the legislatures run the country and the prime minister. And so it was more of a more of a a, a role of you know, uh, tradition courtesy. But what you, th- the point you made about not talking about certain figures of history, our kids never get told about the Holdemore. They nope. never get told about all of these other things. There's only specific things they get told about, right? Yeah. And tarnished. So I agree with you there. Yeah. yeah sure. Let me be a little more specific. You know, the one thing that our universities have committed to teach our kids, and now with critical race theory that you're seeing in the high schools and middle mm-hmm. schools, the educate the progressive educrats, and they own education in this country, they are quietly and in very openly, too, pushing socialism on our kids. Mm-hmm. Now, it seems to me, 
if you're going to cancel one ideology in the last 150 years, why wouldn't it be socialism? Socialism and communism have murdered vastly more people than anybody else since 1900. And so literally, if you're going to start canceling, you don't start with Thomas Jefferson. You don't start with right. uh, the Queen of England. You start with socialists. Mm -hmm. And yet the same liberal progressives who are canceling all of Western history are promoting the most murderous ideology in human in human history on our most vulnerable students. That's the hypocrisy right. of this. And, I, and I've said this on the show, I said this last week too, when we were talking about this a little bit too, is that the, the leftist agenda right now of anger, everything's emotion. They don't even know why they're angry. They're, they've been told that they should be very angry. That's why I said this is the extreme opinion of the leftists because they are, they don't, they're not educated enough to under, understand what, why they feel the way they do. It's just this pent up anger for things that they've been, they've been told to be angry about. They're passing that on to children. But uh, Uncle Milton. Well, what, we know that Elizabeth's reign was non-political. She was a figurehead. Uh -huh, yeah. And yet Jamela Hill the great sports writer for the mm -hmm. Atlantic magazine chimed in on her Twitter account saying, journalists have a duty to cover what she called the devastating impacts of Elizabeth's reign. It was um, a, what yeah, impact? There, there's no, <laughs> that's what? what I'm saying. There's like, what? What you, I mean, there's there's a lot more people to focus on in that area, yeah. like, like like Dr. Pest well, was saying. And ev <laughs> right. every last colonial hold mm -hmm. holdover was let go let go between yep. 1940 mm -hmm. and 2022. So that's ridiculous. And by the way, journalists, you talking about like Walter Duranty in the 1920s, who mm -hmm. watched the Holodomor, who was in the Soviet Union reporting right. for the New York Times, winning. Pulitzer after Pulitzer right. for lying to the American yeah. people. He was right. a communist yeah. himself. He would never told the mm -hmm. Americans in the 20s and 30s exactly how bad and vicious the socialism, the communism of Russia was. Right. He literally won Pulitzer Prizes for lying. That, Jamel Hill, that kind of, jo uh, of journalism is what mm -hmm. you're pushing here? Yeah. 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 Um, and so, you know, th there's... The reason I'm talking about these extreme views, and I think you are too, it's uh, there was a lot more to concentrate on. And um, and as far as, as the queen herself, did she want to make enemies? No. I think she wanted to stay very neutral. Um, I think that there could have been a time where she could have called out the New World Order or talked about some of the things going on that we're dealing with now. Charles will be heading that great reset up too. I mean, he likes it. He loves it. Yep. He's part of this agenda. And uh, that won't be good for us. But you're right in that there are many, many, many other things that never get talked about. And this is something just like the 1619 in that way that they can that they can rewrite and make and make the kids very, very have this same ex extreme view. And the kids won't know why they have this extreme view out of context either, because it is not within the context of history right now in the last 100 years. There's As a professor, I can tell you. When I give those kids neutral history, what actually happened, they loved their country. When you omit yeah. from them mm -hmm. those things that we have done well, they right. hate it. Right. You're right. You're right. You know, Hill, Hill also made a statement talking about the devastating impact of continued colonialism. The last I heard, Great Britain was being overrun by yep. Muslims. <laughs> 
how about our southern border yeah. and yeah. all yeah. that colonialism? Mm-hmm. Exactly. The Raza lives, right, Jamal? Right, right. We're going we're gonna to come right back more with Dr. Duke Pasta and Uncle Milty. We have a lot of uh, ground to cover. If we want to go there, there's a lot of ground to cover. But, uh, but certainly... We need to look at things in context and history. And this is Constitution Week. We did fight a revolution to separate ourselves. And and had we not won that war and put our lives on the line, uh, the founders put their lives on the line, it would look a lot different today. (laughs) But luckily, luckily, we have this great country. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. uh, KateDalyRadio.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Sometimes up, and I'm sometimes down. Coming for to carry me home, but still my soul feels heavenward bound. Coming for to carry me home, sweet Lord, sweet. Welcome back, little Willie Nelson, for you. How about that, huh? Um, we hit uh, 15 million. I know it's insane, and I still can't believe it. 15 million. Last year we were at two. So if that tells you anything, and um, I just thank you for it. I thank all of you for it. I think you sharing the show and people coming onto the show, we don't advertise anything. And we haven't been able to. And so um, I just, that's due to you guys sharing it. Thank you for that. 15 million. Oh my gosh. It's insane. <laughs> if you would have told me last year, we'd be, I wouldn't have believed you. So I love that. And also, I just wanted to say, um, get the coin, the collector's coin. Uh, this is a great way to support Truth in Radio. Go get the coin. 99 bucks. And it helps the show. Puts, puts money back in your pocket because you're buying a silver coin. And that's worth something, honey. Uh, so it also says, be faithful, be fearless, and has the history of the first coin ever minted in the United States on it. It has uh, Lady Liberty with the stars around her. That's what the first coin looked like. And you can share that with your kids and grandkids. It comes in a beautiful case. And um, and like I said, you've done something to help Truth and Radio. Please, please go do it. And then um, also go to preparewithkate.com, preparewithkate.com. And please go and get some food storage. You should be you should be getting something every month. Go to preparewithkate.com. Also helps the show. But you need to be in a position where you're kind of stocking up. 
okay? Preparewithkate.com. Every week they have different deals and all kinds of things because they know that you're probably getting, you know, an array of things right now. And it really, it will help you. It will help you feel a lot of peace too. Um, I have Dr. Duke Pasta from the Dr. Duke Show. I have uh, Uncle Milty with me. I'm a, I'm a lucky girl uh, to have these guys. And we were talking on the break about what, the things that kids don't, don't know that is absolutely shocking. Can you please share what we shared on the break with this audience? I'm seeing it every day in my university classes. These kids are coming to college and they, they know nothing about history. I actually have, I would say, a majority of my freshman classes. These are 25 kids. Uh, well over 12 don't can't come within 100 years of when the Civil War was fought. I actually have a smaller number of kids every semester who don't know who fought in the Civil War. Don't seriously. know who fought in the Civil so, War. And but, here's one of my favorite okay. questions I ask them. Because I, I, I run down certain... I, I need to find out where they are so I know what I have to do to teach them. So I, I give them a quiz. I give them questions. And one of the questions I ask them every beginning of every semester, uh, name one, just one, slave-holding nation other than the United States in the history of the world. <laughs> and do you know, not, and I tally these things, that 92% of my kids over the last 15 t- years, 92% of all my students can't name a single one, not one. I have, wow. I've had Christian kids, Jewish kids, who can't even remember Moses, for God's sake. They, so <laughs> what that tells you is that our kids are being taught largely that a, slavery is a uniquely American problem. It yep. didn't happen anywhere else. Western culture are the only slaveholders. The fact that you've got a million Muslims being treated like slaves in China right now, the fact that there's an actual Islamic slave trade from Somalia to parts of the Middle East, that doesn't matter. All that matters is 200 years ago, America held slaves. That's the only thing they know. And I've told people this before. If you got the education, uh, we're all patriots. If you got the education these kids are getting, you would hate your country too. You would despise it because there's no context. All the evil is on America's side. All the justice and peace and love is on the side of the non-Western cultures. I, their Shakespeare professor, have to be the one who remind them that if you hate colonialism and you hate Uh, genocide, then you got to hate indigenous peoples like the Aztecs, the Aztec, Mm -hmm. the Inca and the Maya, three empires, three colonizing empires, two of which viciously murdered other Native American tribes and one enslaved them. Mm -hmm. So, okay, Columbus is the monster, but Columbus himself killed nobody. Columbus himself uh, was not a genocidal anything. Right. The Spanish who came after him did, but he didn't. He, but Columbus now is the symbol of all evil. And yet on one weekend in, in the, the 1520s, the Spanish stood by and watched as the Aztecs murdered 82,000 captive Indians in the name of honoring their God. Now, I would certainly think if you're going to you're going to get rid of Columbus Day uh-huh. because of his evil, then you better get rid of this indigenous people's nonsense because there's a lot of misery doled out by Indians on other Indians. But however, like I said, our kids for two generations now know nothing about it. And uh, my last comment here, Mm -hmm. you want to know why? Why is it? Why is it now over the last 50 years, since 1968, why is it now that college-age kids are joining groups like Antifa, burning and looting and rioting? 
It's because now we've got enough critical mass of of uh, mass, uh, critical mass of young people who have been miseducated in our colleges and our high schools mm-hmm. that they hate this country and they can't tell you why they hate it other than. Right. All the evil they believe is an American evil. Uh, they they are incapable of realizing how just how just how bad non-Western culture is. Last my first day of class was last Thursday, Kate. Mm-hmm. Very first one. I got into a fight with one of my students. Oh, I made exactly what? this point. I said, "Look, I'm going to. This is going to be a very different class." I said, "And if you don't want to stay, you need to drop it." But I'm going to be looking at the other side of what you usually learn. We're going to look at where America has been successful. Mm-hmm. And this kid raises his hand and says, "But racism. Our history is racist. It's unredeemable." I said, "Well, wait a second. Wait." He started yelling at me day mm-hmm. one Jeez. for simply for simply suggesting that what I said to him. Oh, then explain to me. I said to him, "Why is it over the last 50 years?" 85% of our migrants, legal and legal, have been non-white. I mm-hmm. said, explain to me if, if America is as bad as you say it is, why is it that human yeah. rights, why civil rights, come? gay rights, women rights mm-hmm. all began here? Yeah. His, resp- his response was, well, up until two years ago, they were castrating gay people in this country. And so wow. finally, I ended it by saying to him, you prove my point, his, this kid's. I said, I, I want you to take more of my classes. Here's why. You make my point just by speaking. Here I am. I <laughs> so said, true. here I am. Right. And I have three times acknowledged mm-hmm. the evil that America has done. I've talked about slavery. I've talked about it all. So I've acknowledged the bad. But I, the minute I point out the good, I say, you will have none of it. You are the walking demonstration of how miseducated these kids he shut up after that. Oh, I bet he did. Oh, my gosh. And does anyone ever read Christopher Columbus's diaries? Because he talks about God the entire time. Doesn't sound like a murderous guy. Um, but but people don't. I think our youth doesn't even know those are available to read. I don't think. Columbus was an Italian. He wasn't even Spanish. And by the way, let me mm-hmm. let me throw that out there. Yeah. So Columbus was an explorer right. who was an Italian, right? He wasn't killing anybody. He wasn't mm-hmm. enslaving anybody. But the Spanish who came after did. So why aren't we condemning the Spanish language? Why yeah. why aren't we doing the same thing to Spanish that they're trying to do to English now? Let's rewrite it, you know. Uh, well, the, let, let's let's make sure that that language mm-hmm. has no national purchase right. because horrible things were done in the name of Spanish. Right. And instead of talking about, which goes back to your point that we opened up with, and instead of talking about the Haldemar and Paul Pot and all these other things that happened, they're trying to tell you that Queen Elizabeth's reign was the problem. She didn't reign. She was just a figurehead. <laughs> she was a figurehead in Europe. But 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 anyways, it doesn't matter because they're not talking about these things they're not talking about the the important things where people died under those reigns in in mass volume uncle milty well they also totally ignore the fact that spanish are caucasian yeah uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's not discuss that right you're right you're right you it's a, it, it amazes me though that that kid would not even just even hear what you had to say as a follow-up to your to your headline statement. It's amazing that a person like that would jump in and tell you you're wrong. You're the professor, and they, they would sit there and tell you you're wrong. You know, it, it tells you where they're amazing. at. It's amazing. I mean, uh, and I, I preface this. I said, despite the yeah. bad things in our history, I said, the problem with modern college education is you never hear the positive things. And he immediately, what what are you talking about positive? <laughs> and this, this went on for 20 minutes. Wow. Right back and forth. And finally, like I said, I said to him, 
you know, the fact that you can only that, that that you're sitting here with a cell phone and a car in the driveway and you're getting you're 21 years old and you don't have to work for a living. You're 21. You're still getting your education. Mm-hmm. I said you're, you're able to vote. You're able to do whatever you want. I said the fact that you're sitting here and you're unable to acknowledge the positive culture that gave you that tells me why the future is bleak for America. Right. You know, one of my big points is and I, I, I whenever I teach you get a chance to read King Lear. King Lear is one of the great works of art, Shakespeare's King Lear, because its major messages, very relevant today, mm-hmm. when grat- gratitude, the, the, th- the theme of King Lear, when gratitude goes away, everything goes away. The last virtue mm-hmm. that holds civilization together mm-hmm. is gratitude. And when that goes, it's chaos. Yeah. And think about how ungrateful uh, the entire left is for this country. Think about how ungrateful. grateful our children have taught to be about this country king lear is about that that you can get rid of honesty and virtue and chastity you can get rid of generosity and humility Mm -hmm. and civilization will survive but when gratitude goes away when you Mm -hmm. no longer feel that you owe anyone or anything or any nation any Mm -hmm. allegiance that's when civil war and anarchy Mm -hmm. strikes and we're at that point in this civilization now. And, and what's For the biggest? Sure. Yeah. And what's the biggest tell? They don't go anywhere else. They want to. They want yeah. to stay here and tell you how terrible and terrible and terrible it is. But they don't want to move anyplace else. You know, that's another talking mm-hmm. point. I say to them. So, so uh, I, I, I turn. I not this. I've done used this before. I turn to a kid and say, Hey, you must actually think minorities are stupid. And, and she'll say, Oh, absolutely not, Doctor Pesto. Don't put those words in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I said, Well, wouldn't they have to be? Yeah, I mean, if they come over here from, I said, here's the funny thing. Most of our immigrants are running away from socialist countries. Don't you think that's (laughs) odd, number one? And number two, when all these black and brown skinned immigrants get here, wouldn't they have to be idiots? Wouldn't they have to be stupid not to turn around and go back? Because if the first time, if if your vision of America is true, then that means as soon as they get here, they're thrown in prison. They're not allowed to work. They can't Mm -hmm. make money. They're not allowed to speak their languages. Their kids can't go to school. They're not allowed into the hospitals. Who the hell would stay here if that was the truth. <laughs> Meanwhile, the truth, yeah. nobody leaves because yeah. none of that stuff happened. Not right. even the ones teaching this crap. So yes, right. you're exactly right. And it, that's the tell. That's the tell. They don't want to look at the tell. They 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 like it to, to, to be able to um, to take all of this and spin it the way they want to spin it. Yeah. Go ahead. I, it's not, I don't think it's that they don't want to look at it. It's that they can't. They don't mm-hmm. have the mental capacity right. <laughs> to look at it. Right. No, and, and to be fair to them, this is what they've been taught. Right. The, 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 the fault is not with our children's minds. It's with this warped education. Right. I mean, these kids are they're being told this day in and day out in college campuses. Global warming is just the fault of Western nations. The biggest – who cares if the biggest – uh, polluter is China and yeah. the third is India. Forget that. They're non-Western, non-white people. So the rest of us have to sign on to fr- the French Accords and live like first pe- world people while they continue to pollute. Nothing's <laughs> going to change. But you can't get through that because no one tells the kids both sides of the story. Right. Yeah, they were even mixing up their eras, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The, the oh, Victorian era. The... Uh, <laughs> when I ask my kids historical, when right. I ask my kids when the Civil War was, uh-huh. they're usually 200 years off. They, most of my kids 200. think the Victorian period predated the Middle Ages. Oh, my gosh. And when you uh, ask them about the ancient Greeks in Rome, ask a kid right. in a typical college campus when Aristotle existed. He won't get within a thousand years of it. Wow. I'll be right back. More with Dr. Duke Pesta. 
uh, one of the only college professors that's actually conservative in America. Love him and his show. And we'll be right back with Uncle Milty as well on the Kate Daly Show. Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was really the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedallyradio.com. Hi, everybody. This is really important. This new limited coin, it's only going to be up for a short time. I really want you to have one. Please help and invest in truth right now. We need you. All hands on deck. We also need this show to expand. We also need this show to show, shore itself up against all the attacks that it's undergoing online and with everything else we're having to deal with right now. Please help Freedom of Speech. We're one of the very, very rare shows that's still on the dial that gets to say what we, we get to say what we want. We don't have uh, a bunch of people telling us what parameters to stay in or what to talk about. So if you like the show and if you want us to keep going, please help us out and go get a collector's coin or a couple of them. Please keep us on the air. And it's the only fundraiser we've done in 10 years. And it's modeled after the first coin ever, ever uh, done in the United States, Lady Liberty. It also says, be faithful, be fearless on it, because we're going to need that message more than ever now. Please go to katedallyradio.com and get a collector's coin while they last. Thank you. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And uh, welcome back. I've got Dr. Duke Pesta from The Dr. Duke Show. I've also got Uncle Milty with me. And uh, also make sure you contact Inside Out Hyperbarics. We've talked about health in the first hour. Um, Some of the stats that are coming out, California doctors told that if they um, don't go with the narrative of COVID and the vaccine, that they could lose their license um, for handing out misinformation. See, doctors can't make up their own minds about what they believe in in medicine anymore. They are told you will lose your license. So, so there's there's so much going on right now in that world that I would in, I would just please please tell you that uh, number one take balance of nature number two go get a hyperbaric machine and you can have one of these in your home and it helps so much I mean I cannot believe the things it's doing for brain trauma for autoimmune for uh, inflammation that's on the rise right now for um, cancer treatments for you name it neuropathy um, brain like I said brain trauma all kinds of different ways it gets oxygen into the cell and you can have one in your home and you can pay on it later this is the best thing. You've got to go get this. Go ask them about it at uh, Inside Out Hyperbarics with an S. InsideOutHyperbarics.com, please, because it is fantastic. InsideOutHyperbarics.com. It can solve a lot of issues. And then you won't have to resort to socialized medicine that we have here in America now. In fact, let's start off with a, um, with a phone call, shall we? Uh, Dr. Pesta, here we go. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey. Hey, go right um, ahead. I wanted to mention, you've been talking about the Constitution today, uh-huh. and 
We hear the term democracy all the time. Yes. We are not a democracy. No. A democracy in its pure form is nothing more than not only majority rule, but it's mob rule. Yes. In a democracy, six people, if you got ten people, six Mm -hmm. people can literally vote for dead. Yeah. Six people can vote that God doesn't exist, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And yet we hear this term democracy, and yes. it drives me nuts. Oh, it drives anyway. Yeah, thank you for that. It drives me crazy, too, because we're a republic. And like last week, you were talking about the fact that when the news broke about the queen, they said, um, they said democracy, 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 and you were like, we're a republic, and they're a monarch. <laughs> well, a talking head said, yeah, a talking head said, the reason we're so closely tied to is, England is, is because of democracy. <laughs> From a monarchy and a republic. <laughs> Wow. I know. The caller makes a great point, and I see this at the university as well. Mm -hmm. Again, literally 19 out of 20 of my kids think we are a democracy. And when you criticize democracy, uh, they, they they lose their mind because they've they've been taught to believe it's an incantation. I think think I've mentioned this at another uh, show that we did, you and I, maybe a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. But one of the things that I do that I think is absolutely damning to the education system. I write the word every semester in in every class I find a way to work it in. I write the word liberal and the word conservative on the the blackboard. And then I point to the word liberal and I ask my students, in all of your education, ever since you were old enough to start going to school at age five, have you ever heard the word liberal used in a negative con- connotation or ever heard that word criticized? Not a single, I've done this for 20 years, not a single student has ever heard that. Then I point to the word conservative, and I said, have you ever in your public education heard the word conservative used in a positive sense? And they shake their head no. And I said to them, come on, you're smarter than that. Is it possible that any one ism or ideology can have all the truth? Because it po- and, mm-hmm. they sh- and they get it, they know, they, they, it's a, the light bulb goes off, right? But yeah. I mean, but th- by this time they're 22 years old, they're juniors in my class. Yeah. I mean, their whole life, right. the, liberal, the word liberal is a synonym for all that is good, and the word conservative is a synonym for all that is evil. And this is how they, they've been educated since they were babies. Um, I know there were a couple things on the break that we were going to talk about. Oh, the stats. One of the things. Yeah, the stats. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of this has to do with the fact that our education uh, departments and big universities are the most leftist radical departments in any university. Right. I don't care if it's a small liberal arts college. I don't care if it's a private Christian college. I don't care if it's the University of Ohio State or Michigan. These these education programs, and, and you can't teach in most cases, you can't teach in a public school without a degree from one of these factories. Mm-hmm. They are the ro- the most left-wing parts and socialistic part of any campus. And they're training all the teachers. Why do we have critical race theory in the classroom? Because generations of, of miseducated teachers think that that's the way to go, to turn the classroom into politics and away from learning. And so here, think about this for education majors. I can tell you, I teach them every semester. If you want to be a high school English uh, teacher in in the state of Wisconsin, you have to take one of my classes in particular. Mm -hmm. And so I see them every semester, and they are the worst students I have ever had. They're the ones who have failed out or dropped out of every other serious major. And this statistic just came out a couple weeks ago. This is unbelievable. Coming into college, education majors 
have the lowest SAT and ACT scores by far. Of all the majors, the, the, oh. the future educators are horrible. By the time they graduate from college, because they've spent their time in these empty education programs, by the end of their career, they have the highest GPAs of any other students. That shows hmm. you how utterly intellectually bankrupt education is, and this is the reason why. When your son wants to be a high school English teacher, guess what? The education department sends them to English professors. Your daughter wants to be a middle school math teacher. Well, the, the education department lets the math teachers, the math professors, teach your kids math. The education department has no subject matter. That's why it's so off. It's, it's pure theory because there is no central tenant there. There's no knowledge base. The entire education program is pure theory, which is why it is so easily to have been conquered by Marxist di dialectic, which also has no history or science or logic behind it. It's pure theory. Uh, the most Marxist places on college campuses are education departments. You wanna do something really big for your state? I don't care what state you live in. Get together with your Republican politicians and find a way, real easy ways, for teachers to be certified that do not require th four years of education major garbage on a college campus. Jeez. Wow. Hmm. You know, I saw a meme and it said, um, it said high school football coaches teaching civics. Now we know one of our problems. And I <laughs> thought that's so, <laughs> you know, it's interesting who gets to teach civics. We do even have civics anymore. I don't even know that we have civics hey. courses, but, um, but it's, I just remember going to high school. I didn't know anything about history, nothing. I graduated not knowing anything. I, was pro I could have been one of those students that show up in your class um, that didn't know the Victorian era from the medieval era because of the fact that in California, we just didn't teach anything. You, you, you memorize some bullet points, but that was it. But here's an interesting stat, too. Less than half of the adult American population right now reads any literature at all. Mm -hmm. Less than half. And that does not surprise you. And they look, it's even worse than that. Mm -hmm. Less than half because the universities and the college high schools don't teach it. Right. I got a great education because my English teachers made me read the Western classics. It shaped my worldview. It gave me a higher IQ. It it gave me a higher vocabulary. It gave made me historically literate. They don't need to teach it at all anymore. And that's that's part of the big problem here. The kids aren't exposed to it. But it's not even just that. It's not even that American children, Americans in this country no longer read the great literature. That's we don't quite frankly we're not giving kids a good enough reading comprehension mm -hmm. education for them to do it. Right. Most of my kids can't read serious books, but it's not, it's, but they won't even watch, but they're incapable of even watching and understanding books and excuse me, movies set at historical time periods. That's right. how bad it is. Reading is hard. Yeah. Reading the classics was never easy, no. but these kids can't sit through a historical movie from 50 or a hundred or a thousand years ago and have the vaguest idea what's going on in the culture because they are so historically illiterate. Oh, and, and you know what, even besides that night, even reading for fun from 1984 on, um, in, in 1984, you can imagine how much worse it is now. 
Only 8% of 13-year-olds and 9% of 17-year-olds said they never or hardly ever read for pleasure. In 2014, the number had almost tripled to 22 to 27%. Now it's all, it well tops over 30 to 40%. They don't read, even away from the classics, they don't even read anything for pleasure, so they're not reading at all. Uncle Milty? You know, I had an experience this weekend. I was exposed to a game that I had never heard mm-hmm. of called Secret Hitler. Okay. It came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is you have two teams, liberals and fascists in the mm-hmm. Weimar Republic. Right. And there, and one person who's a fascist is also Hitler. Mm-hmm. And the goal of the game is for the liberals to kill Hitler. Or w- that's how they win. And Hitler wins just by being the winner he's hitler he doesn't get killed and and the person who brought this game is a public school teacher and as she described the rules of the game i asked her one question why is it that the liberals are the killers (laughs) 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 and that kind of shot the whole thing right (laughs) down Wow. Oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah, they're not—they're not reading anything. And and you know, Jordan Peterson talks a lot about writing. Writing helps you think because you have to oh, think yeah. out your thought process. And they're not. What are you noticing in their writing? Well, you know, here's one thing: we no longer teach cursive writing, mm-hmm. and it is scientifically absolutely true that printing does not educate at the brain the way that cursive does. There's something about cursive writing that engages parts of the of the young developing child's mind in ways that nothing else does. This, forget the fact that most of our founding do- documents were, were written in cursive, and right. now our kids can't read them because they can't read curves. <laughs> yep. that, that's not an accident, by the way. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And the other thing I would say, too, I think I've mentioned this on your, your, sto- your show before. Last May, the, the, the previous semester to this one from January of May 2022 I had a group of 25 freshmen mm-hmm. uh, from all around the state of Wisconsin and it was I, I asked because I asked this every semester they were so poor their reading level was about a sixth grade level I gave them an actual diagnostic test they were reading most of them about a sixth grade level and I asked them have any of you raise I said raise your hand if you've actually ever read a book cover to cover and for the first time in my teaching career not a single student raised their hand. Oh my they don't, gosh, they, don't tell they me don't, that. They don't, Are you serious? You're serious? I'm serious. Uh, because of Common Core, they don't even read full books anymore. Read, one of the things that Common Core did was replace full-length books and novels with paragraphs and excerpts from books. So kids aren't even being asked to in high school. No. So Not they, so one when student? I try, when when oh I, I and the, as their freshman college professor, put books in front of them to read, they panic. It, it, it's they can't they can't even process how you would read something that long. Oh, I got to pick up my jaw off of this this desk in the studio. Wait a minute! Not one student had read Not a book cover student, to cover, no. and these were people that had made it to college. Yep. Well, <laughs> now think about it. Inclusion. The purpose of college is not education; it's inclusivity, right? Right. Which, which is a, which is an, an adjunct of diversity. And so, if the purpose of, edu- of ed- college education now is inclusivity, then you, by definition, all these years we've been admitting smart kids and discriminating against stupid ones. <laughs> so how do you, how do you include that? How do you right. strive for inclusivity? You add the stupid ones. That's what we're doing. We're bringing more level. and more clueless, completely unprepared kids in in the name of equity. Jeez. 
and they're well, getting that raises the level of everyone doesn't right it? and so and so these kids that already don't have the attention span now it's even worse they can't even sit down and read an entire book which is not going to happen that's right and and again these kids not uh, look uh, there's not all of them but a, a good number of them are minorities how are you going to get some of these inner city kids into the school into the public school cuz their their public school education was so bad mm-hmm. the only way you, all you can do is take them and then once and here's the thing once you bring these kids white or any other race who can who can barely read to college mm-hmm. in the name of inclusion then you can't fail them Right. Because the whole reason you brought them here was to give them fake success. And if I go around failing the 40 or 50 percent of my kids who can't do the work, I'm not going to have a job. And the whole po- the whole point of inclusivity goes away. Oh, that, that's 50 percent of the, the dorms not re- sold, 50 percent of the meal plans not sold, 50 per- percent of the right. 50 of the parking right permits not given out and it's just it's, it's, it's a complete racket and now they've raised the bar so um and when i say that i'm being facetious that um the ivy league schools under a hundred thousand dollars there's endowments now to, to take kids on in the name of really inclusivity right mm-hmm. for free yep. right for yep. free. and that has nothing to do with education and and look Yes, it sounds it sounds awfully generous, but as Milty pointed out during the break, mm-hmm. it was already sixty five thousand. They just bumped it up to <laughs> yeah. thirty five yeah. uh, another thirty five. Yes. But here, it's only as good as the admissions policy. Why are they doing this? Because I guarantee you, you will see with every year that goes by mm-hmm. that the enrollments will skew more and more away from white kids. That's why they're doing this. It's yep. affirmative yep. action coming through the back door. It's getting harder and harder to discriminate on race based based alone. So now by having a hundred thousand dollars and below free policy, I guarantee you the majority of those kids are going to be non-white. And that's how you get your quotas. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Duke Pesta, thank you so much. Uh, Thank thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, this will be on podcast. Share this. People need to know. And I really appreciate him. Check out the Dr. Duke show. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you tomorrow. Thanks, Uncle Milty. Mm -hmm. And uh, wow. 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 Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a physician. I've been in practice for 40 years. You know, when I started taking this, you know, I, I don't like medicines, and I probably have taken more people off medicine than I put on it. And so I looked at it, and it's pretty much a natural uh, element. And there's no question in my mind, knowing a lot of patients, that uh, people my age, you know, 60 and over, do not eat right. And they certainly don't get the appropriate uh, uh, nutrients through the vegetables, fruits, and things like that. So I think that it supplies the building blocks that your body normally would use to heal itself. And uh, if you don't get them, you don't heal right. So it's amazing. I mean, I'm doing what I did two years ago. Start your journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code KATE.